Blog Talk Radio. Sense of sports and entertainment. Um, there are no NBA games to 
starting with Milwaukee Bucks, um, every team has agreed to not play today. Um, they were perfectly fine forfeiting the game. I don't believe the Orlando, the Orlando Magic are going to let them. But, uh, yeah, it was going to be um, Milwaukee and Orlando, um, Houston and OKC, and yeah. Portland and L.A. for the night game. Um, why did these teams boycott? Um, the small town right outside of Milwaukee, um, a gentleman by the name of uh, Jacob Blake, was yeah. shot nine times in the back fleeing police. Um, you know, and this is something that, you know, I know I'll talk about more on my separate show. I feel like this is something that you and Rich are going to get into um, on VIP. But, um, yeah, I think it just needs to be said that um, as people who cover this thing, um, you know, this television space and this entertainment space, um, sometimes it gets lost that the things that affect us affect these performers as well. Um, it doesn't have to be something as directly upsetting as a Sonya Deville Mandy Rose situation, which was absolutely horrible. Um, sometimes it can exist on this larger scale of things. Um, I don't know if it means anything for AEW or WWE or OH or New Japan, but, you know, in a space where um, you know, athletes and entertainers have a voice, um, you know, these young 20-something guys are, are out here doing it. Um, I just think that needs to be acknowledged before we get into anything else. For sure. <clears throat> and it, it's it's, a, it's that thing of, you know, here we go again. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's way too familiar. Uh, and the reaction, and the reaction to the reaction, it's just also disheartening. And, you know, everything, it's that you have to go through this and say this every few months, every couple of weeks, uh, and nothing seems to, not nothing, but it's certainly easy to to feel like nothing seems to change, but uh, Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's tough, you know, it's, it's that thing of, let me, let me find, let me, let, let, let us find whoever, the authorities, media, whoever, let's find negative things, because that's just the template, mm-hmm. that's just the standard, oh, well, look at this 10-year-old drug charge. Was this a drug interaction? Was, were, was this a drug bust? No? Okay. So, you're just, so it's that, it's, it's the trauma it's the fucking televised HD trauma that we all get to endure again on fucking loop. Uh, yeah. But yes, it must be acknowledged. And, and those players, those ball players, I mean, it started with one team and the Bucks, who have a personal, you know, real personal connection to something like this. My man, uh, I, I don't know, the Bucks player. Isn't he a Buck? The guy that was uh, yeah. beat up and yeah. fucked up um, by the cops a couple of years ago? Him all up? No, no, no. That was Dabo uh, Cephalosha. Um, but their connection, like, you know, Giannis had the issue when he was going to lunch and they would let him in the restaurant. Uh, uh, another one uh, was named, like, 
a suspicious, you know, non-buyer at a jewelry store, you know, and then a third, uh, the kid that uh, is on the team and was uh, tased and arrested by police for that's parking in a handicapped spot. Yeah. That's, that's a kid. So, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> and, and the rest of the league. When they broke his leg in New York. But, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the rest of the uh, like you said, the Magic wasn't going to going to take that, but then Houston and OKC, um, and then it just became uh, uh, now the the Brewers aren't going to play tonight. I don't think it's so. At least at the very least, you know, people are aware and acknowledging for the most part. You know it's. Tragedy. Thankfully, guy's not dead. Jacob Blake, fucking paralyzed from the waist down. I think. I think that's one of the latest things I heard. But you know, alive. But you know, he had to endure that. His kids had to endure and see that. We as a nation got to had to endure and see that and know that this is just. Has anybody been arrested? Is this any kind of like, like at this point? So, so no, not no no police have been arrested, even though they've arrested a seventeen year old kid for killing two people at the protest. A kid from yeah. Illinois drove to Milwaukee. That fucking yeah. crackpot. But the aspiring police officer. He's out there because yeah. he's a fucking I mean, cosplay young cosplay cop wannabe, and what do you do as a fucking cosplay cop wannabe? You fucking shoot people with your fucking big dumb fucking rifle. Running around the streets, getting thanks and high fives and bottles of water thrown at them by the fucking cops. By the way, mm-hmm. cops who were who were who were, I think it could all be speculation, but a lot of this was on tape. Certainly the water and the high and the thanks and all that from the fucking scumbag earlier that the cops were giving them. <clears throat> um, I, I think it's it's on tape somewhere, but the cops were like hurting people to a certain area where the civilians with guns, this dickhead and his fucking pal, were so they could handle them. So they could handle them. What? Cops are conspiring with fucking weird militias sorts on the streets? Yeah. Fucking absurd. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, just. And we got to talk about wrestling. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, there, I mean, there's stuff to talk about, certainly, to get our minds off of fucking real world shit like that and goddamn Corona still running rampant in America. But we still, we got wrestling, and and I know some are playing. And yeah, yeah, no, never. I know SummerSlam and Raw have has happened in the last three days, four days. But I want to talk about the Thunderdome as an overall concept. We left off. Okay. Last Wednesday, Thunderdome was two days away from debuting. We had, we had an idea. I think at that point we might have had some screenshots. Of how, and my big thing was, how is this going to sound? Because you just, mm-hmm. it's going to be ridiculous to try to mic in 2,500 people in their home sitting at their computer. Because we 
don't react like we do in the arena with 10, 12,000 people like we, you know, do sitting in front of our damn laptops or our tablets. Mm-hmm. And I was just really concerned. So they've done a, they, they've done a decent idea, I, I, uh, decent, I guess, setup with the audio having kind of obvious piped in crowd mm-hmm. noise. But you get to see people and it feels better, even knowing, right? Even knowing, well, this is all phony baloney as far as the, the, the audio. But it's better than what it was a week ago. I tell you that. <clears throat> and it was not terrible. Like I, I no, I think that's a little too. It was fairly decent. Mm-hmm. Like it works. And you know they're on to something at least for now. So yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Um, and I think that. The big thing for me is I think the talent responds to that better. And so, you know, that, that helps them. Um, How does it sound to them, do you think, in the ring? Like, do they hear? They don't hear piped in stuff. They might see the faces all, you know, strewn about the hard camera side of the arena. Right. But do they uh, – I think they could just – I think there's an eye contact as a focal point, though. I think they can, you know. Kind of they feel the eyes like, on like, them, like that, t- like that kind of performance thing yeah. builds up. It's like, mm-hmm. holy shit, look at all these people looking at me. Just can't help as a performer. Exactly, exactly. I think there's just a proximity that probably helps. Not being in a fishbowl per se, you know what I mean? Um, this is still kind of that, but, but it probably feels a bit closer then. So, yeah, I, I think it was easy to ridicule before – for you know the concept and the and the and the idea, which I certainly did. Well, I, I mean, I guess I'm gonna shy away from it. It's a little silly, but but they managed to make it work. And um, mm. I don't know how long how long do they have that arena? Like a month? Uh, I think they I think they leased it for two months. Two okay, so sixty days somewhere between sixty and. 62 days, I guess, however months work out, but um, yeah, you get a lot of TV tape in that time. And depending on where things are two weeks before it runs out, the Amway Center or whatever arena it is that they're in now, I I don't think they're going to they're probably gonna say, "Hey, WWE, want to re up for another sixty days?" <laughs> you know, we not, you know, ain't no, ain't no, uh, uh, what are they with the trucks? Ain't no um, uh, truck derbies, whatever. God damn it, why can't I think? Uh, monster mm-hmm. truck, ain't no monster truck rallies coming through. Ain't no, you know, uh, magic basketball that's obviously happening in the bubble. So I, I think this, this is probably going to be what it looks like at least until the end of the year. Can you imagine Texas Stadium or that's not going to that big, but can you imagine like a all of a sudden having a big arena like the, the uh, like where the next or the six or like just a regular big basketball or mm-hmm. hockey arena with with way more monitors and all you know. 
meal up with yeah. you know, in that kind of arena. All of a sudden, <clears throat> hey, look at that. Royal Rumble and WrestleMania season and stuff feels feels bigger because we've gotten so used to Thunderdome and this kind of 2,500. You know, they turn a 12,000-seat arena. You can't fit 12,000 monitors. It just look, mm-hmm. just you would lose all the effect of the, the, the personal faces and all that. You know, so you got 2,000 or so folks lined up on the, on the screen. Turn that into 8,000 big, big old screens. Mm-hmm. You know, not on the hard, not just on where the hard side faces, like have it more like uh, have some upper deck folks. I don't know. You just can expand it, I'm sure. Um, then, then you're, then you can really sell the season as being. Hey, it's WrestleMania season. Things are visually different. So, yeah, Thunderdome, uh, I think, so far is is a hit. Uh, let's talk about the shows that have happened inside the Thunderdome. Uh, at least, I mean, SmackDown happened. Uh, but, oh, what a terrible way. I do want to say, I did tune in Friday to from the beginning to see what the Thunderdome looked like from the jump. And having Vince out there, for absolute nothing to base to introduce it and then get chased out by Bray Wyatt. He didn't. It took for after the initial. Hey, look how we have it all set up. You had Vince's intro. You had him say a few things that so you got to sort of see the screens behind him. But within 20 seconds, he was interrupted. And then you got a full minute, minute and a half of Bray Wyatt's slow intro where you didn't get to see. The people again. He didn't get to see their reaction. It was weird. I was like, mm-hmm. "Are they?" I, I, I took me. It, it made me think uh, for a while. Like, is it not all the way done? Are they still? Uh, are they still? You know, smoothing out the edges. It was just odd to have Vince out there for just no good reason, just to say, "Hey, is it fucking Thunderdome, everybody," and then to look like a doddering old man getting chased him. Chased away by Bray Wyatt was weird, but uh, SummerSlam and Raw happened. Uh, SummerSlam, I, I thought was um, an okay show. I guess I saw some of it. Uh, some of the finishes, I thought were a little. Ew, I would have went the other way. Specifically, uh, how they did Bailey and Sasha and Oscar and and. Um, and I guess you kind of have to have Bray Wyatt win the title. If you, I don't want to see, if you want to see another Roman, uh, Braun Strowman feud. I don't want to see another Roman Bray Wyatt or Fiend feud, but I'll take that over <clears throat> Braun Strowman. Yeah. Um, so it's funny. I'm the other way on the uh, on the Sasha Bailey stuff. I think that uh, I think we originally said like it has to be. Uh, I thought Sasha I would win so, Bailey would win. I know how it worked out because I, I want to say that that's how I had it but basically like yeah I think that Sasha losing the way she did expecting Bailey to help her and Bailey not being there to help I think for yeah. the story that they're telling with those two I think that's how you finally flip I, one face and keep I just, that, yeah, I just don't want to see that story and I don't think yeah, anybody I don't. wants to see that story. You do? No. 
I wasn't great function to bring Roman Reigns back into the fold. Um, so I think for that it was effective. I think that he's uh, looks great. You know, he's Jack got the got the fake teeth in. You know, like he's you know prepped in front. The veneers, the things they needed to be. Yeah, no, he actually he got veneers. Yeah, so it just seems um, unnecessary. Like what? 
Yeah, if I, if I was you don't buy like a van you know? and then start like putting some ghetto shit on it. What are you doing? You're lowering the. Well, they're, they're they're the good veneers. They're they're the ones the rappers are getting. You know, like there's yeah. Um, that's like a whole phase now and a whole trend now. Like, you know, like, I mean, Ricardi got hurt. Cool people yeah. better in themselves. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. But. But yeah, they, they they don't look like bad. They just yeah, he's a basketball player. That's yeah, Brian Griffin. Um, yeah. So yeah, I thought he looked great. I thought he had great fire, and I like him being like, no, it's just about me. Like I'll, I'll fight anybody. Like wreck everyone in the Like I like him telling them like you only a monster because I'm here. And like that kind of trash talk is what I'm here for. So yeah, I think that was good. Um, if the ultimate goal is to Again, get out of these feuds that have been kind of stale. Um, do you think that he wins this coming weekend at Payback? Roman is is that the match? Roman versus Bray? Triple threat, yeah. There's side no, it's Roman Bray Vaughn. Triple threat match. Uh for the title. Um shit, somebody got win. Um I said that's the way Roman doesn't take hell, regardless of the outcome. I mean, I would. I mean, why not? The way they're showing it, like I didn't see Raw, so I went and watched the uh, or uh, um, yeah, so I went and watched the the uh, what did I watch? The highlight package or something? But the way they were selling it was Roman Reigns back in the title picture. <laughs> like, man, mm-hmm. like, they just come in text the champ, and the minute after he went it. And you're back in the title picture. So, yeah, if you're selling it like that, let's not dither and title it. Let's see what you're going to do. Yeah. I wonder what changed in Roman Reigns' mind, life, that's, health. That's the big thing. Like, feels comfortable yeah, coming back on the road. Or at least what the road is. Yeah, maybe, maybe one of the things is getting out of the PC. You know, like maybe that was actually a big deal to him. Like a more secure facility where people can space out more. Um, I would understand that. Um, you mean being in, yeah. that, in the Thunderdome, like being in the, in the bigger, exactly. literal bigger building? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, maybe he was like, if y'all move, you got me. But I'm not, I'm not working in there. I'm not after, you know, people who came back positive, um, you know, kind of stuff. So. Um, but, yeah, if, if he's in a place where he's secure with all this, um, you always believe that he's taking precautions. But good on him. Absolutely good on him. Any thoughts on TakeOver and them still being, in, you know, rele- relegated? Uh, I think it's fine. I don't think it's a kind of slight. But not being in the Thunderdome and, you know, that whole deal. Just um, yeah, I think it still works for them. Like, it, I think it's very hard to have a ladder match without a live crowd. Like, even if there's people you see on video, that ain't the same as a ladder match. Like, you need people there for the drop. Um, but I thought that, like, the big matches still played out fine. Like, I thought Yoshirai, Dakota Kai, still really good. Cole and uh, McAfee, like, still really good. Um, of course, Lee yeah, Cross, was really good. Fucking you know? Pat McAfee for actually having a legitimate. Wrestling match that yeah. beyond a few like, oh, I mean, just 
tiny little things, right? Like the way he hit the superplex. It was just super perfect, mm-hmm. right? Like there was no, it was just like he, he made sure he hit that thing square and safe and whatever, but it just looked oh, yeah. like a guy going out there trying way. to make sure he hit that thing. Instead yeah. of just doing it, he's like, I got to yeah. We need to put a green guy out there, but that's fine. Got to protect, yeah. Got to protect my, my opponent. I'd rather that, obviously, <laughs> yeah. than some reckless asshole. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Um, but had he had, like, I didn't cringe, like, once over, like, uh, just, like, ooh, he extended himself too far, or maybe I did, but it wasn't, like, enough that I was just, like, this is, they were, he was way in over their heads or in over his head, or they put him in a bad position. <clears throat> they seemed to know what they were, uh, you know, his limits, and you know, Adam Cole certainly was a guy he could, he could physically he put him with. Uh, do things with, uh, and he kept up. He, he didn't, you know, he didn't just uh, wasn't able just to physically look good with him. It was uh, he, he kept up with the guy who's a better wrestler, faster, and all that kind of stuff, and you know, healed it up in the right. You know, his timing was good. It was just like a decent, solid performance. And the bar was low. I wasn't expecting a lot, but that certainly helped. <laughs> you know, when you analyze it later, it feels like, um, you know, more than probably it was because you didn't expect a lot. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm there with you. Um, yeah. yeah, I think, I think that ultimately, maybe better for them to... They got to spruce that thing up. Like, I think it was still fine, but, like, you have access to different things. Like, put them in the PC now. Like, in the, in the exact same spot, so you can have the same pyro and, I'm sorry, the same graphics and all that. Like, yeah, there's there's a way to make that more interesting, I think. Um, but overall, like, one thing to take over, the wrestling's always going to be really good. Um, mm-hmm. And that's their, their calling card. Um, not a bunch of matches, but what you see is going to be high quality. And I think it was. Um, because the latter match, like, had believable suspense. You know, I thought they you put a bunch of guys out there who were all really good, and that's just kind of how it goes. Um, yeah. Overall, I think it was good. But, man, think about NXT takeovers. They rely on crowds in a way that main uh, roster WWE stuff does not. Um, yeah. In a good way. Like, it's so organic and people care about what's going on. And it really gets you into it. Um, it was the reason AEW went to, had to do did what they did because it, it's mm-hmm. the same with them. Like they just depend on the energy of the crowd, that kind of just organic love of what the audience, the audience's love of what they're seeing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when they lost that, they figured out a way. Obviously, faster than WWE to sort of get that backwards recreated in some generated in some way and uh, I think that's why they were so forward thinking with the let's get some even if it's 12 people let's get them scattered around because they it's the same mindset absolutely and uh, of course somebody tweeted uh, of course Somebody tweeted, uh, AEW should be calling TNT to air the episode of Impact that was going to air 
Saturday tonight. You mean Dynamite? Yeah, I'm sorry, Dynamite. Sure. And, of course, somebody... So, air... air, So, Uh, air the episode that aired Saturday when? That was going to air this coming Saturday that was preempted because of the playoffs. Oh, so they should, hey, put that on tonight since they're going to be the best one. Yeah, and of course, Uncle Dave was like, uh, he's like, they shouldn't, but he said they won't, but they should. And I'm like, dude, like, you just, <laughs> no, they can't do that. Like, no, yeah, they like, really can't. Put on in here. This, hey, this looks like a good opportunity. Oh, come on. Like, have some class, man. Ugh. <laughs> they won't, but they should. Like, he acknowledges. Uh, <laughs> so it's not like just, yeah. yeah Dave's on one lately. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. Um, anything coming out of, out of NXT? Well, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. And this will probably suit. I feel like people are going to ask about this, but yeah, Killer Cross beats Keith Lee clean. Yeah, so who knows where they're going to go with that. Um, so you got to lose both guys at once. Now, all due respect to Killer Cross, they've absolutely been booking him like a terror, but I feel like this was because a month ago, Vince was like, yeah, I need Keith Lee. Because they made the point that Killer Cross um, at the match in the you know in the stand when uh, Keith Lee beat Adam Cole. So you have Killer Cross win clean, and then the next night on the SummerSlam uh, advertising is that Keith Lee is going to be on Raw. Um, Keith Lee immediately comes to Raw. And confronts Randy Orton, and now has a pay-per-view match with Randy Orton on Sunday. Um, and I'm going to say that a C minus so far, like the whole yeah. just how they presented and the issue, Keith Lee's promo. Lee, unlike Keith Lee, they had Keith Lee talk. Unlike Keith Lee, um, so first he comes out and. It's not his music anymore. Now, I do think that Cat in the Hat rap is a little tired on his music, but it's very much him. Like, it's very much his energy. And, and, Certainly and his music, music he got ain't him. That's fucking trash. Oh, God, it's so generic. Um, Keith Lee is not wearing tights. Um, he's wearing... Exactly. Why is Keith Lee wearing a, a skirt? And I was like, what? What? He's wearing, uh, he's wearing a one short. And uh, he now wrestles with a top off. Yeah, with a skin tight, uh, sleeveless. Uh, like, like, what you would wear under your thing if you're like trying to sweat to lose weight. The but charm of Keith Lee, and there's a lot of charm about Keith Lee, but one of the, the physical charm of Keith Lee. Is that this is he can dress. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, he can dress like the small wrestlers. 
because he can do all the things that the small wrestlers do. Like, oh, what do you mean dress like? His outfit? Well, I mean, just come out there and buy damn trunks. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't have, you know, mad cuts for days, but I'm, I'm catching air like you are. I'm running through people like you. Also, like, I, don't, I don't even think that needs to be brought into it. That's that's a, a, a fine, you know, attribution, attribution. But that he's a fighter, and fighters wear trunks yeah, and no shirts. Like, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, like, you're but like my point is more that like you're going out of your way to cover it up about this guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? When like you're taking away the charge, um, like and and who's the juxtaposition? Otis, because even though Otis has the money in the bank, I don't think they look at Otis as a perennial main event, right? But outside of Samoa Joe, they don't really have a guy with uh, a less than cut physique that they think is the main eventer out there without a shirt on. Which is why he is is, is important to kind of... Well, yeah, well, I'm saying... We're saying the same thing. I mean, like, this is what attributes to these issues. Like, him, Roman... uh, I had a third name in there. because Oh, Corbin, the other guy they Mm -hmm. do it with. Because they think they're protecting the guy. When yeah. actuality, like, you're making them stagnant by doing things like this. But, um, but yeah, so they have him out there at a top, and it's just, then he cuts that really long promo with Randy Orton that, even though Keith Lee, like, is an eloquent talker, um, he wouldn't say all that shit. <laughs> like, it wouldn't be all that, like, in front of the guy. Like, that's what a backstage promo is. And, yeah, I, I just thought that they felt like what they did at SummerSlam, I'm sorry, Survivor Series and Royal Rumble, like, I don't understand why you get away from that. Like, you just have the guy out there in an environment, and it's harder to there's no audience, right? But you have a guy out there in an environment where he feels like a big deal, and it's not because you have him doing a million things. It's because you have him doing it in short bursts things that he's really good at. So, like, yeah. I, uh, it's the same story. I'm worried overproducing the guy. It's 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 the same story. Uh, we, we talk about with 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 certain acts coming up from NXT. Um, this is more egregious because I mean, at least they didn't just call him Keith. Imagine he came out wrong, yeah, right? Keith, like ah, fuck. It's my man. This is a whole different person. It's a whole different dude. Um, so, you know, silver lining. <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let's talk to some people. Get their their ideas and thoughts on some things. Let's open things up with, uh, let's head to the Pacific Northwest and talk to Doc Bruce. Uh, Doc, what's happening? Hey, Sterling Brown was the Milwaukee Bucks player we're thinking of, Trav. There we go. Okay. 
Yeah, it was Sterling Brown, the one who was in the in the parking lot and then got tased. He's the one who was. And so what makes it even more, uh, I guess, fascinating is that statistically, Milwaukee is, and the Bucks are the first team to walk out, but Milwaukee is statistically the most segregated city in the U.S. Yeah. So you add that on top of that, on top of the Bucks going out, and then you have the Brewers and the Reds both not playing their game today, mutually apparently. And I just saw that I think all the WNBA players just decided to mutually not play either. So it's really, it's really starting uh, a, a catalyst, I guess, uh, has been lit again. Uh, so just putting that out there. Sure. Yeah, so, but it took uh, us to go out there willing to forfeit a playoff game to kind of to be that first domino. If they, not to say that if they didn't, it would, it, it, somebody else wouldn't have, but certainly the home team with those players on their team, you know, it, yeah, it was certain things, you know, it's a big domino to fall, creates momentum. So other news, it was the first first of the classes this week for uh, campus I'm teaching at. I don't know if it's the same thing down in Austin or not, but um, mm-hmm. it's been been interesting trying to adjust to Zoom, you know, um, teaching class over Zoom. And it's also interesting because I'm not actually located at the campus right now that I'm teaching at because luckily being online, we're able to do that. But it's, it's an adjustment. Um, but I think – because I don't have a lot of, I'd say, like adults with families in my class, it looks like, it's not as difficult as it could be, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Sure. So, no, absolutely. And I've been dealing with toddlers um, mm-hmm. all, uh, basically all summer. And then I think today was actually the first time a student was like, okay, if I take a page at this time, I guess I'm going to have to find a babysitter. And I was like, for that little bastard, you're right. <laughs> Ah. It's tough. It's yeah. tough, but um, we're adjusted. And then, so wrestling-wise, um, what the hell is going on with Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax? No, I'm glad you brought that up. Are, are they are they going after the women's tag titles? Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, but they completely. Absolutely bungled Shayna Baszler in every single way that they that they could. One hundred percent. Tagging with Nia Jax. <laughs> and the the <laughs> angle that that created that team was done terribly too. <laughs> okay, I got a kick out of them not falling for the okie doke and fighting each other, and then Bailey. <laughs> Sasha, like, no, 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 no. You attack her, and you attack her. You get her. You get, and you know them going. But, but still, that Shayna Baszler should not be in that position. That should not be Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax. If that was Mickey James and Nia Jax, fine. I don't even think Mickey James should be in that position. But she's been defined down, and clearly, you know. But she's back, and whatever. No, it was just yeah. I don't care. Don't get why they Shayna, she should be that badass that you're trying to make Bobby Lashley be, right? She should be in that kind of mold and where 
not only is she on Raw Underground choking everybody out, but she's whooping the shit out of everybody she comes across, basically. Right? Kind of what they're doing with Mercedes Martinez in NXT, I guess, which is what Shayna Baszler was basically in NXT. So basically, they always ruin everybody coming from NXT, like with Keith Lee. I mean, yeah, that's yep. We go through this every few, every couple times a year. And angst over, change this, they change that, listen to that music. Like, just the music. Like, like who doesn't know? For, for, like, if you're Vince and you don't like Keith Lee's music, you have to know the new music that you had him go out to. Just generic garbage. Well, <laughs> I go out to the stuff that he know that people know and will pop, uh, get in the crowds, you know, get that effect for real, for real. But still, I, I don't know what, why your thinking should be completely different. Should be, no, the, the audience at home, is, they know the Keith Lee music. The ones that know him know that music. And mm-hmm. You got a good thing. You know how long it takes people, I don't Again, I don't know why they do the things they do. I, I would just love to be in on these meetings and and know and hear the rationale behind some of this shit. I think your head would explode if you were in one of those meetings, to be honest. But Kevin Dunn is like, <laughs> oh, we got to cover Keith Lee up. Like, man, fuck you, you buck-tooth bitch. And then he'll cry. This is why your head would he'll explode. Never, he'll never get a push again, but... Upset, man. Maybe you'll do something for the generation of uh, the next people ahead of you. <laughs> Maybe they'll quit and cry like a bitch and go home. Like, what a fucking asshole. What a, this old, ugly fucking person talking about, always talking about, as you, it was back in the day, it was with the, the, with the divas and the women and stuff. But, you know, Keith Lee, ten times the athlete, five times the man, you know, Kevin Dunn probably ever could think of being. And he's like, no, put the Under Armour thing on. Now I don't like his body. Fuck you. Mm-hmm. Well, last thing I'll say is I'm halfway through the land. They just cleared out the dungeon with the boat axe, and I'm going from there. So just in case you want to discuss it and not spoil anything on the on the VIP. But, wait, 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 wait. Um, I, I thought you were, like, on book seven. I mean, you way past halfway. Uh, according to my the ebook, it says fifty like fifty two percent. So I'm just over oh, halfway. Book seven, you mean? Book seven, yeah, of book seven. Oh, okay, I got you, I got you. Not, yeah, 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 yeah. Where so yeah. basically like three books to go. Where? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, yeah. Well, we'll have uh, a good night. Well, stuff after that. Talk to you later. All right, man. All right. Um. Oh shit! I have. I am not on the studio page. Uh, Brian sent in a late damn voicemail. Got me scrambling during the show, trying to produce the show at the same time. Uh, let's go to the next caller. Uh, 262. I don't recognize this number. Uh, 262. Who's this? And where are you from? What up? What's up, guys? It's Brian from Kenosha. Hey, hey. what's going on? Hey, we ain't heard from you in a while. Well, nothing much. VIP, so... Just uh, trying to stay safe right now. Yeah, I imagine so. Yeah, first time calling you guys. Been listening to you for a few years. So, decided today's a good day to give you a call and an update on Kenosha. Yeah, what's happening? 
Yeah. Uh, right now in my area, kind of quiet. Like I live around probably a mile or two away from where all the stuff is going on right now. Uh, last I heard, there were over 75 buildings that caught on fire in the past three days, uh, including like the corrections facility, uh, the city library, um, what else? Churches caught on fire, car dealerships. So it's getting pretty bad out here. Yeah, so pointless. I mean, fuck that church deal. Yeah, it's. I mean, I understand that the the pastor or whatever came out was like, we're not blaming, we're not mad at. I'm mad at somebody. Fucking church, Amy. Yeah, I'm mostly just staying home, keeping safe, you know. My, uh,. My girlfriend and her daughter actually went to her mom's house like two hours away last night, so I'm at the house by myself with the cat, so just uh, yeah. staying in, playing on watching some wrestling and basketball, but basketball's canceled tonight, so. Yeah, yeah it's going to be one of those nights where you got <laughs> to turn on the network or Netflix or Hulu or something. Yeah, I feel like. If, if the goal is to not, uh, you know, really see it, and, you know, you're, this is home for you. So, so I'm not saying that you can't just look outside and see what's going on. But, yeah, it's going to be uh, the people who look to get away from these things um, on TV tonight, that's going to be a little rough. It seems like a lot of places are just following suit from the bucks. And, uh, yeah. And it's yeah, just going to be a curfew tonight. So, to, to be mad. Yeah. Oh, okay. You just got our sports back, and now they're going to, you know, goddamn athletes in their SJWs, you know, that shit. Yeah, they got us on curfew till 7 p.m. till 7 a.m. the whole week, so I haven't mm, really been able okay. to go into work, but luckily I could work from home, so that's not an issue. It's just, uh, People from out of town coming in and causing destruction because you know Milwaukee is around a half hour away from Kenosha, and Chicago mm-hmm. is maybe like forty five minutes away. So mm-hmm. you got people with their own agendas coming down here and lighting stuff on fire, like lighting apartment buildings on fire with people in them, and it's yeah, it's sad, it's crazy. Yeah, well, stay safe, man. They ain't the child of going through that, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, appreciate it. But I just wanted to call in and let you guys know I'm doing all right. But uh, pray for us. We'll uh, hopefully bounce back from this as a community. But, uh, yeah, shit's crazy. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, most definitely. Talk to you, man. All right, appreciate it, guys. For sure. Uh, yeah, I mean, Word from Kenosha. I mean, shit's crazy. I mean, it's, it's I, yeah, I mean, what else can you say? It's uh, yeah. You you know you, you have to know as a person going out there. I don't know. I just don't. The idea of going out there just to cause trouble and just to 
I, I know I know human nature. People want to people take an excuse to take an excuse to cause mayhem. You know, people that are going to cause mayhem will find an excuse. And God damn it! Like churches on fire, apartment complexes, car dealership. That car dealership ain't do nothing. You. Yeah. Like you just make your situation look look worse when people point and go, look at them tearing down their own shit. Like, well, yeah, you are tearing up your own shit. And I get the rage and the whatever. I hope those correction facilities were. Did you make sure motherfuckers was, uh, you know, uh, what do they call it when you clear a building? The opposite of infiltration. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of words. Yeah, evacuate. Evacuate. Well, no, we just mindlessly setting cop buildings on fire and correction facilities. The people that would. All right, we're moving on. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate <laughs> it. Um, let's go to. I think we're going to go to Craig. So he's going to call in this week. Let's talk to Craig. I'm Toledo. Craig, is that a... Hey, can you hear me? Indeed you? Yeah, we hear you. What up? All right. Um, the, uh... That was Brian Beard, right? Yeah. Okay. I remember I was waiting for the Beard joke, but, but well, I guess he's he's been he's too tenured now. Well, also, it's, you know, he just probably wasn't in the mood for... For ha-ha's. Yeah, no, ha-ha's. I, I know. I was just trying to make it, you know, a little light. They're not the move for ha-ha's, Craig. This ain't the thing. No. Oh, you ain't telling me shit, dude. I. Uh, you said earlier that the cops were conspiring with militias, and I'm like, no, you got it wrong. The cops are a mil- The cops are a militia. Uh, it's, well, that's I mean, the whole point. Well, it's a way of looking at it. And so, anyway, uh, yeah, yeah. it just breaks my heart. Because every time it's like, and just like, uh, just like he said, it's other, it's, it's people just doing all this crazy shit for their own agendas. They, they, and they did that here too, cops. And Toledo, it was the same fucking thing. It's like cookie cutter. And it seems to keep happening. Fucking heartbreak. I'm sorry. It didn't mean to start fucking breaking down already. Jesus. Yeah. I actually had wrestling top. But hearing him talk about it. It's the same shit. Uh, you know, different, yeah. different month, different year. Yeah, and uh, like you, you guys are talking about, oh, they should air the AEW. You guys weren't saying it, but you were saying somebody else was saying it. they should air the AEW episode from tomorrow night, tonight. Oh yeah. And it's like, that's the same guy that when they have a moment of silence in the crowd, why it only lasts twenty fucking seconds, is because some assholes start making noise and shit exactly. in the middle of it. Yeah. Yep. And it's like, that's the same shit. It's like, this is supposed to be a moment of silence. And honestly, 
I, you know, I don't know if I'm going to watch anything tonight. Yeah. Even NXT, because it's like, just yeah. take a minute, take a minute, back the fuck off, and think about what's going on. Because it ain't just this, it's that, and it's that, and it's that, and it's all happening at the same fucking time. And it's like, you know, uh, yeah, uh, but Karen to be fair to, to be fair to the world, to 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 you know to society, everything doesn't. Everybody's not going to stop, and everything's not going to grind to a halt. And, and, and I, you yeah, can't and that's that. why everyone's dying right now. Well, maybe, but I don't. I don't know if it's that simplistic, but but I get why I get where you're coming from. But they also, I also know why. You're going to turn on TV, and it's not just going to be fucking rain. You know the colored bars going. We're off air because we're like, no, that's not how. Not everything. Yeah, I know that's not how everything works. Yeah. But I'd be, I'm, I will be. I mean, I might just watch what happens on TNT as opposed to turn on USA, watching Mm -hmm. NXT because I, I'd like to see what you know, what they fill that programming with. Just to, you know, maybe because they're all in the bubble, right? Since there's not going to be any basketball, and there's not going to be any dynamite, what do they put on? Well, yeah, they'll probably have. Like, like they're good old, resourceful, reliable, you know, TNT dramas. No, that's that's what I hope it doesn't happen. I'm hoping it ain't just like, oh, let's let's put on fucking Godzilla. Yeah, no, they're gonna they're gonna play the Eric Bana, the good Incredible Hulk. Uh, oh God! <laughs> and call it a day, like <laughs> like I, I I'm telling you, they're just gonna play some regular ass shit, you know, movie or a drama. It could be nothing. They're not gonna put together. I was like, they had time or the want to put together some kind of you know just do some patronizing bullshit. Man, Keith Lee's shit right. looks dark. Beijing, guys? They got no cut the goatee. Oh, yeah, he was smooth. I was looking at him like, why is he different? He's completely smooth. Yeah. yeah, I don't like it. Did you guys see him on uh, Raw Talk? No, how was no. that? Is I see Big E and, and Dolph Ziggler on SmackDown Talk or whatever that was a couple of days ago before the pay I like it. I it was uh, Big E and the Miz, and the Miz the was Miz. laying down that white privilege. Yeah, and he was he kept setting up Big E with all these, you know, these tropes. And I'm like, man, I I really hope Miz was into it. And then they released New Day released the podcast just uh, Monday, and it was with the Miz and they were talking and they're like freaking best friends. So I'm guessing that Miz had, you know, like he was in on that whole setup. At least that's what I'm hoping. But Miz is such a good heel that you don't know. I don't so it was, it was, I didn't take it as Miz being a heel. I thought it was just guys having a conversation. Uh, and, and, you know, Miz was, Again, coming from a place of 
privilege of right. Yeah, I thought it was me. You know what I'm saying. I don't think yeah. anybody was. I thought it was Miz being a white guy who didn't meet black guys until he was on the real world. <laughs> that's what I took it as. Like, no, but that, like, that's that's what I think anything he's saying is wrong. It's just like, oh god, like this is really what it is. But you you don't think he 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 was uh, you don't think he did that on purpose? I think he absolutely did not. I think yeah, but I don't think it was disingenuous. Yeah, not disingenuous at all. I think he, he he meant a thing while he was talking that we picked up on other things that may or may not be things he understands. I'm not saying Miz is an idiot, but it's just saying like a lot of people are still being explained what certain privileges are to them, like at their big age, and they're just now realizing that. So yeah, I think he's very much meant to say that to say that. I even believe that hell. Vince, who, who may have had some influence on what he said, also said it just from a place of this is the way things are, not realizing the actual undertones of what's going on. Uh, I, I think he's absolutely working. I, I mean, that's at least, I, I hope, I mean, that's my only fucking optimism. So Don't kill so that power. <laughs> so what end, though? A match with Big E over... Black Lives Matter suitcase? No, 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 no. No, him him setting up those softballs for Big E to slam out of the park, all those white privileged softballs. Oh. Just, I mean, that was every trope. He, he threw up every trope. Well, if that was the case, and, then and I, think it, I think it was a bad that job dumb. by Big E because I don't think he knocked them out of the park. Like I think they were both focused on uh, – I only watched it once and – I just thought they were both focused on the wrong thing. Like, it just kept coming back to 11 years, getting your turn. I don't like that my turn deserves shit. Like, that ain't why Kofi should have gotten a title match, because he was here for 11 years. So the fuck what he's here for 11 years? That's not an argument I think that should be made uh, for Kofi Kingston. For anybody. I don't think that argument... You know, time. I, I don't think the, the argument for Kofi was ever deserved. I thought it was opportunity, and that's that's the difference between, and that's why I think that. Right, I, and yeah, I, I just yeah, I think it's a lot of revisionist history to you know Kofi Kingston as a character. You know, like, like I, I trust Kofi, but he's like Kofi Kingston ain't some main event. Decade, you know, dozen years main eventer that that we've been waiting to break through. Like, no, guys gotten plenty of TV, plenty of titles as far as the gold and all that kind of numbers shit. Days as champion, all that. So, opportunity. So he had opportunity to impress people to get pops. It just didn't come along. It didn't all organically come along until goddamn twenty nineteen. Spring, you know, winter twenty eighteen, whatever it was, that run into WrestleMania. And and they they went with it and it just ended all so fucking terribly. And now we're just going back trying to pretend that Kofi Kingston was this, you know, guy that broke through and you know, and then they took it all from him. I guess some of that narr- that narrative is, is true, but uh, I guess I was more in I was in, 
I was more invested in the narrative just because I, you know, I liked the, the run he had, the build he had. That was real. That was genuine. That was deserved. All that, like the crowd, like he didn't get the opportunity because they looked up and said, "Well, Kofi's been here a dozen years. WrestleMania, let's plug him in." He got over at the right time of the year and the right feud with the right person. That like the shit we see in wrestling all the time. And they took advantage of it, and you know, begrudgingly, and then begrudgingly got through it. I don't even want to say that, because he had a decent six-month title run. He won all his matches for the most part. And it was just literally how it ended. At least such a sour taste in everybody's mouth. Deservedly. And I don't even care. I don't even care how it ended, the eight-second thing. That's not what bothered me. The bothered me was that he never got another look. He he never got pissed. He never... I mean, I know he's doing this positive positivity thing. It's what like, difference would it have made if he would have gotten a fucking a rematch and he, and he loses the Brock in five minutes, or that he gets a generic rematch on Raw to the next champion, or on like, I mean, that doesn't, it would have mattered to me. I don't know because I I got emotional. <laughs> I, I understand it, but I'm saying, Craig, if they gave him a well, okay, we gotta give him the obligatory rematch, and then he goes in and has like a you know gets you know, trounced by somebody else or just has like a weird, whatever, 12 minutes, I just don't win the title back match. You're happy because, well, at least he got his rematch. And then he goes back into the mid-card, does tag stuff, like like the argument has been made. That, the fact that he didn't get the actual rematch, the actual match on TV, it's just like that's such a not – that's not the, the, the picture, the part of the picture I'm looking at or focused on. I, I don't – but I've, I never wanted the obligatory rematch. I wanted the rematch rematch, like Kofi right, gets where he pissed gets the and real, him with Okay, where he gets the real built up. <laughs> Whether he wins or not, he gets a real legitimate shot back at his he title. He gets fired up and comes after him. No, he didn't get none of that. I get it, but and I agree. They, the, and I, actually, the only wrestling question I had for you guys, and I'll get off because I, my thing's about to die. Sure. Um, uh, the Sony Deville stuff. Uh, over under on how many months before she comes back is five, which would under five would be Royal Rumble. So, do you think she'll be coming back at the Royal Rumble, or yeah. do you think it, she's it gone for a lot longer? I haven't had a lot of time to think about this because it wasn't until I watched the highlight package of that match that I realized it was a loser leaves. And so the idea that Sonya Deville's gone, that's just like, okay, well, she's not. I just don't know. I just don't know what to think of it because I haven't had, I didn't know I was Taken was taken completely off guard when I realized, oh shit, this is a damn lose man. And I just don't believe Mandy Rose can beat Sonya Deville in a fight. Weighs in on my my you know, enthusiasm for that. Yeah. Or the finish. It's difficult because you know you don't want to put like a cap. Or 
not set a limit on somebody else's mental health. You know, um, I, I think she'll take as much time as she needs to. And that's not a cop-out answer. You know, you look at uh, Lars Sullivan, who had his own issues, and we really, like, saw him again for, like, a minute and then didn't think. So, yeah, and there are other things to play there, yeah. but, yeah. Real shit. Yeah, so it's, it's hard to say. You know, I, I hope, you know, I hope for her this isn't something that, that traumatizes her. I think optimistically, you know, you'd love for her to be back in less than five months as long as that's where her head is. Um, yeah, so, you know, take the time she needs. Um, so I don't know if I told this story, um, but I was actually uh, going to interview her for uh, a Houston Lifestyle magazine about mm-hmm. a month ago. It couldn't do it because I was under the weather. Um, and so, yeah, didn't get to, like, have that conversation with her. But, um, yeah, um what I understood. And we've seen her on like Total Divas. Um, just a pleasure to talk to, pleasure to be around. And so you hope, like a person that everybody seems to appreciate, like you really hope this doesn't dim their light enough. Um, so, right. you know, and, she needs. Yeah. and not to get caught up in the identity kind of uh, that thing of why Rosa Parks was chosen to be the one, even though it was, you know, that pregnant 16-year-old girl was the real one that... You know, it's because, hey, we got to put our best version forward, right? Like, we can't afford, like, Sonya Deville is a great goddamn representative of the community and folks that she represents so proudly and Mm -hmm. thoughtfully. So, um, that's another thing. Like, you get somebody that's that's, uh, a good person, you know, sideline for. for this kind of thing. So, all right, Craig, good talking to you, man. I think taking my call, guys. Love you. Yep. All right, take Anytime. care. All right. It's uh, Brian sent in a late voicemail, so let's listen to it now. Hey, Trav. Hey, Cam. Uh, sorry about the late. That's part of what this is Brian Coffin Phoenix. Sorry about the late voicemail, but uh, and I meant to do this earlier today. But anyway, this is about Keith Lee. So I know for like a 24-hour period from Saturday night to Sunday night, it was um, people were really upset about Keith Lee losing the NXT title, and I can understand that. And there was a pretty good discussion about, you know, well, it was actually two pretty good discussions about. Okay, he ended up losing both titles. He gave one up, of course, and he lost the carrying cross. And was all that worth it? I said it was worth it. Because we have, we'll still always have that picture of him holding up both titles. So, again, it was worth it. But also, I think that kind of calmed people's nerves down when they saw on SummerSlam he would be joining Raw the next day. So, um, I'm wondering how you and Cam Trap thought about the transition from that, that 24 hours where you like really upset about him losing in the final. He's going to be coming to Raw on Monday night. And then also, well, he looks really good against Orton. Now, I had to go back and honestly watch, his, watch that match with Orton and see about his new music and his new uh, ring gear. You know, such happens when you come come up to the um, main roster. You know, change the music, change the music to be kind of petty, and then um, it's just like a, a cosmetic thing with Vince being and Keith being a big boy. So, Cam, I know that's going to be a pretty big topic on the East Coast cast. I think I'm waiting on it. So, thanks, Trav. Thanks, Cam. Thanks, Rich. And uh, hey, Craig, and everybody have a really good day. Thanks a lot. Bye. Yeah, well, I think he obviously got a 
got a feel for what we think about the about the uh, the transition from NXT yeah. to he reads all the but those, uh, the match itself we're gonna say. we didn't we didn't talk about the match he had with Orton. You know, yeah. he's a good good wrestler and you know good young wrestler and Randy Orton's a good veteran wrestler. Those are typically uh, quickly, um, good combinations. Yeah, they work, yeah. they work well together, right? Um, don't you – how do you feel that uh, Randy Orton has been doing, like, the stellar work for, like, two months? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, really, since the stuff with Edge. And then you get to the Randy Orton, Drew McIntyre, WWE title match, and it's just regular Randy Orton. <laughs> like, I was just like, yeah. Like, you can't even be disappointed anymore. He's just like, okay, he's just, you know, you're going to do the regular Randy stuff, do some wrestles, and, like... It was tough because that that was the show. That's how the show ended, right? No, 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 no. No, uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think that helped or hurt why you didn't get that. Maybe. I I don't know. Maybe if this was the main event, main event, it wouldn't have wouldn't have mattered. I like the finish, though. I did like Drew winning with a wrestling maneuver. Like, just going quicker on the draw. Yeah, yeah, I I appreciate that and not being him having to take Randy out. Even if Randy has other stuff to do for now, that's still something you can redo. I like Um, wrestling as a win. Yeah, go ahead. I like wrestling promises or when a wrestler says, I'm going to do this and the story is them doing that or not being able to do that. So him not being able to hit that RKO, the whole match just kept getting countered, kept getting countered, and then countered into, you know, where you're thinking, shit, you should have went to, no, that's why you should have a secondary finisher, Randy. How many times is he supposed yeah. to see that move coming and not counter into a backslide and, and get the one, two, three? Uh, if you had a power slam or, or this or, you know, whatever. Um, well, he does, but you know, not finishes. Uh, uh, yeah, you got, yeah, you got, you got Randall, 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 Kenneth Orton. You know, two and a half star. You know, man. Here you go. Here you go. <laughs> Hopefully, he's inspired to do some stuff with Keith Lee. If, if the Raw Monday had uh, had anything to do with, he's certainly respects Keith Lee as a, as a wrestler, as far as like, you know, you look for, you know, veterans, are going to sell for this young guy? They're going to sell. Certainly Keith Lee's not Adam Cole. It's not like he's, he's got to go, I got to sell for this guy, 180 pound guy, you know, that kind of thing. But he gave him, he gave him, not that Orton has any kind of rep of not doing, giving young guys stuff or not selling, no selling or anything, but, you know, you look for those kinds of things. You know, coming off of a championship feud where people have been saying you're doing your best work and now you got to work with Keith Lee, this young, this debuting guy. So it's just good to see the body language. Like, oh, he's not out there dogging it, at least in that first match. And we'll see what they do Sunday, which is ridiculous that that damn paper should be said every time between now and Sunday. How absurd it is to have back-to-back weeks and pay-per-views. But if you can do that in, in this in this day and era, in, in this day and, and age, 
Um, I had something else in that voicemail I wanted to focus in on. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. Let's um, keep it moving. Probably talk to our last caller of the evening. Let's go down to Georgia and talk to Darrell. Darrell, what's going on? What up? How y'all doing today? Doing all right. What's going on, man? What's on your mind? Yeah, man. Interesting. Interesting day. Interesting day right now. That's going on. You got the people, um, you got the NBA shutting it down. Kenny the Jet Smith walking off. Um, <laughs> the set yeah. today in solidarity. Um, I've been laughing at Cam's on Twitter ever since Monday. Because <laughs> everybody up. mad about Keith Lee music and the presentation of Keith Lee, so <laughs> like they didn't yeah. un- like they didn't think that would happen. Just something about that, that though. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I agree. Like, like everybody gets tweaks when they come up. Uh, we had every reason to think that Keith Lee having Keith Lee's body type, having Keith Lee's form of presentation, that they would tweak it because it's what they do. That, it would have yeah, been surprising if he came out there with no, no changes, same Keith Lee, same music, same everything. Mm-hmm. It would have been like, oh shit. I think Drew McIntyre music in NXT, that same music that he had that they tweaked. I think the music that he had on NXT was better than what he had when they tweaked it. So that's everybody. Yeah. But my whole thing is people be so quick to always ask questions and I'll talk about and respond to, oh, I wonder when this guy coming up. Then, you know, they put the um, put the portion on it where we know um, bitch going to mess them up, but hopefully it don't it take them a while. Or I wonder how long. And instead of just always asking about, when people gonna come up or when they're gonna do the next shake up. If I think if people stop talking about it, giving WWE these crutches because I don't think they care about the negative talk or the positive talk. They just want to talk in general. If you stop talking about it, they'll stop doing it and we won't have to worry about that. And you start and and then we can start looking at who the guy who they need to get rid of the most. And that's the old man, the two old men in charge. One done and one bent. Well, because all those be crutches. All that do is be crutches. Done. done. No pun intended. But uh, I think that's pretty well understood. Uh, yeah, no but as long as we keep talking about certain stuff, you know, that will keep them on using these crutches. And, and, and I mean, I get like that. The, the sentiment about you know don't you know don't pay them any attention, don't talk about it. They won't. No. Complain, praise. They're gonna do whatever. They're gonna make bad creative decisions. They're gonna change guys that don't need to be changed. Or yeah. Because uh, um in start because this is supposed to be start um start of my entertainment. As long as they talking about you, no matter good or bad, you um, it's considered good in that industry anyway. The only bad thing is when they not talking about you. Cause that's when your career dial, or that's when your um brand dial, or that's sure. when um, whatever. They're closer to nobody. 
I don't know. I think the internet and social media has given them, uh, you know, a boot. I mean, I just look at the numbers they do on YouTube. It's just ridiculous. Astronomical. I mean, like every video has a million views, at least. And this is like a day in. So who knows what it'll be a weekend. You know, people fuck. So it's, I, I don't. I don't. Think and they get they paid make, off of they that. They don't make decisions. Yes, they don't. Yeah, not not like they. They'd rather have a million people more watching on USA. They would trade that in for in a heartbeat. Oh, I, oh, I tell you this, um, because you know the new millionaires are coming from people who uh that we see today. These new young millionaires, they're coming from off of YouTube, and the, and them ones they love a million views. They would love a million views because like you get um. Oh, sure. One of the one of the, the nice YouTubers I watch, um, Diara and Ken, D4L, um, two young kids, younger than all of us. You know, okay. um, they videos do like a meal, um, and stuff like that. They, I, if we put all our salaries together, what they make in a year, we don't even um probably, we don't even equal up what they make in a um month, and they doing WWE type of view. But I know that money don't mean nothing for WWE in the long term, but it's a lot. To the common folks. Well, yeah, and that's two different, huh? two different topic, topics of conversation. And plus, um, digital, um, digital, uh, they changing how they do stuff anyway. As they running their network, they running their network the same way Peacock is running theirs. I think you can tell the slight switch up with the WWE network and stuff like that because. Uh, People was um, clowning Peacock earlier, but um, Peacock doing totally well, and most successful than probably HBO Max did with them giving it out free and how many subscribers they have in just the uh, two months of them being up. So, you know, I know um, we would say they w- would like the ratings, which they would, but that's only when uh, TV contracts come up. And we talking about how their ratings looking. Uh, when the next contract deal up, we don't know how um, the TV atmosphere is going to be um, anyway. Maybe when they next contract come up, the numbers that they get might be the top, and they still get another big pay raise. That's one thing that people don't talk about neither because they didn't think they was going to get this money until they got it. I mean, things did change. Because they did it the department. Like, you know, 2017 and 18, like the, the landscape – Changed realizations, you know, hit and you know networks and companies and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I'm not surprised Peacock is a success. I mean, it's NBC, Comcast. They 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 just. It's I'm not I'm less surprised at that. I'm less surprised that that succeeded than I am that Quibi failed. I kind of figured that was. Like if you were to tell me six months ago which which one is going to succeed, which one is going to I just on the strength of NBC Comcast, I'd say Peacock's going to win. <laughs> you know they don't got to go out and fucking hire uh, people to do original stuff. They got shit they can for fifty years worth of stuff, <laughs> popular stuff. We be going out finding all these people, paying them all this money, help create all this content, like. Uh, people, 
Like that looks like an interesting show, but I'm not getting your network for that. Your your app for that. That's the one thing that's always in common that people don't talk about neither. Um, just because you start paying a lot of people, when you start your business off by paying a lot of people money, your business rarely never passes off and stay around no more than two to three years. Sometimes you barely make it to one because you paying so you paying too much money that you bringing in, and now you in a hurry, you in a time crunch to get that money back. And bring money in. That's just a lesson for people who doing business anyway. And um, yeah, I don't think that's necessary across the board, but but it, that's certainly logical and uh, you know makes a lot of sense on the surface. But uh, of course, there are investors and shit that are willing to lose money to make money in the long run. But everything ain't like that, and every situation ain't the same. But again. I, Mm-hmm. Now, um, I don't know if y'all were talking about it because I got on late. Um, uh, I like my boy Roman coming back. I hope he, I hope, um. Your boy Roman. Now he's your boy. Yeah. Once people started hating him all crazy and saying the stupid stuff because the man took himself off TV and and then uh-huh. they say he needs to be a leader and speak up for everybody else in a time where you got to look out for yourself <clears throat> and when you have medical history and stuff like that. Fuck that. And um, I like that he got his he got his grill done. He got his movie teeth now. So you so you got about two more years of it. I don't get it. Like what? I mean, what the fuck? Was something wrong? <laughs> Roman Reigns smile. No, nothing was wrong with it. But you know, when you start getting in that movie world, no, you want them pearly whites to shine. So you got you like nothing was wrong with Charlotte Flair smile, and now it's a weird, perfect, listening white smile, and it's disconcerting. That's just part of uh, show business. So I like that. Um, Pam put me on a new shirt. I'm, I'm getting the um, disciple T-shirt. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, I'm getting, well, I'm getting that right there. Yeah. That doesn't mean he can't come out. Shut the fuck up. But um, I'm happy that they got back, and um, I see the triple threat that they're trying to do. Um, they still need to get rid of um um that um that that stupid faction. I uh, retribution. I guess okay. they jumped from one week twenty members. To, uh, uh, next week eight, then I guess on Friday they're gonna go back to thirty. <laughs> you know, <laughs> um, Shane still if Shane is idea man, he's still one of the silliest idea mans out there. I don't know why people would listen to him. Cause raw underground break. How you break your own rules? I don't understand that, but I guess uh, how you break rules when you don't supposed to have rules and you still break the rules that you ain't supposed to have. Oh, I don't. Yeah, it's, uh, it's when the rules are there are no rules, but then you have rules like why would I let go of this guy? Why wouldn't I kill this guy? Um, <laughs> yeah, and then like I, I thought they went too soon with people we know facing each other. Lashley beating uh, up Dolph Ziggler was, was kind of corny good. as yeah. shit. Yeah, I don't like it. Like, don't hype the guy up. And he that spears him outside, and he hits like the wall, and it's like. I thought this was supposed to not be like gimmick pro wrestling kind of stuff. 
is rolling on the if, mat, if they're not doing gonna... you know holds. Now he's like spear pouncing the guy, and then he like takes the head bump, head first bump into the wall. Like, come on, come on. If they're not gonna make the man the rest of the hundred and twenty members of the roster who haven't been seen on TV in months come back, then um. If they're not going to demand them to come back, then uh, if you're going to do this, you need to go ahead and keep paying any guys coming up and showcase them a few weeks because we, you're going to get these matchups anyway because you're only showing on both shows all together. You're only showing about 25 to 27 people on TV every week. That's on Raw and SmackDown. So you done already went through every matchup, and you're going to continue to go through every matchup. By the time Roman get back, and if he come back consistently, he would have in, in less than a month, he would have wrestled everybody on the um <laughs> on the card in less than a month and a half because they have no people to go go against. I think that's one thing that people don't think about neither. You only see it twenty seven people on TV, so that's why people have played out. And Vince already don't know how to book, and he don't know how to slow play stuff. You don't know how to do different things to keep you from having people to touch. That's why you get the ruin in the heart of music. Oh, I, I understand that. But, <laughs> hey, I, this is just critiquing. I ain't trying to take over in the territory. Everybody get critiqued, and they're just common sense when you sit and look. And if they were keeping the arm. you a creative genius. <laughs> Yeah, once a genius, uh, every genius has become a madman eventually. Live, what, what's the um, hero saying? Live longer, uh, live long enough to be a villain. Or no, die young, or whatever. Die a hero, or live long enough to, to be become a villain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, other than that stuff, man. Um, all. Wrestling is straight for right now. Then you got the um the civil um um rest. I hate what happened to the young man got shot in the back and stuff like that. But you know, again, when we talked about this weeks ago, this stuff is not gonna it's not gonna change overnight. And we're gonna constantly see this. We were seeing this stuff. Um, I would love to ask you, Cam, because I know you someone and who went out in protest and 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 things of the sort like that. Um, being that you did. And where I'm coming from right now might seem controversial, uh, throw uh, some people off. But, you know, again, people have prote- been protesting for hundreds of years when you talk about people who look like us three that's on this phone right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it never it never pour, it never calmed down or put flamed out the frustration that we're going to feel at the end of the day. We still, mm-hmm. I know for the moment, you will feel some type of way. You protest. You um, boycott and stuff like that. It makes you feel good for a moment. But I think some people think that you doing that gonna start the change immediately, and you're gonna see change overnight. And then they forget about the other steps that really caused the change. Being that yeah. I'm, I'm a person yeah. who's not really with the um protesting. And stuff like I don't say it's wrong, but I'm just not protesting because I feel like we done did that for hundreds of years, and that's not changing. And all they do is add on to the frustration that you're gonna have on because you protested for weeks, you get locked up, and do all those stuff that gonna add on frustration. And then you see the change that you want; it ain't coming as as possible. And then 
the people that the change, the stuff that you need to do to change, people forget about and stop doing because of that frustration that got built on after they did those other steps. And I feel like we have to find different ways now, create different ways or create other ways to get to our point because, you, you know, find those things ways. ain't going to change the way. Like when motherfuckers would go out and stand out in front of that fucking piece of shit, Louis DeJoy, or uh, Louis DeJoy's crib outside his home. And because they mad over the fucking post office being fucking thwarted and, and fucking trounced and run roughshod upon. And he did a complete fucking 180 and, well, maybe like a one fucking 20 and he got like 60 more degrees to go put the shit back. It's more one thing to just stop what you're doing. Uh, like if you're getting stabbed and you say, stop stabbing me, like great. How about now, you know, fucking putting some fucking bandages and stopping the bleeding? Uh, you can't just be like, oh yeah, we've been fucking destroying the post office for the last uh, 12, 16 weeks. Uh, we'll stop. Like, yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. We're going to need you to reverse the fucking damage that you've done in those those months and weeks uh, as well. But at least they got the motherfucker that's... And they destroyed him on uh, uh, on Senate. Watch that. Oh, my God. Watch that. His, watch Katie Porter grilling him, getting her five minutes with that cocksucker. And she made him look like the fucking dickhead that he is. I mean, everybody did, but Katie Porter specifically. Um, but, yeah, so people are do understand marching in the fucking street uh, don't always work or certainly don't work anymore or whatever. And people find creative ways to uh, creative, safe, legal ways, stipulate uh, that kind of stuff, to, uh, you know, get their point across, to make change happen. Horsepower. I think an, yeah, an important part of protest too is getting out there and seeing people who look like you, who have that same frustration, who have goals, and even people who don't look like you, but, but seeing people in solidarity for a thing you know is right. I think a lot of us are visual learners, and that motivates us to, to want to start down the path that you're talking about, the red. Uh, the voting and putting money in the community and, and, and building relationships. Like that all comes from I think being in those large groups and having that spirit of, of togetherness and, and having just a commonality in the things that you want. So, so I do think that that, uh, that exists there. I, I, and, 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 that's, and that's what I, I was just trying to see. And that's why I asked you, Ken, how do you feel about you know, you went out there you protested and how do your emotions, how do you feel about it now? Do you feel like you got any progress? Um, do you feel yeah, like, he got, and I understand. He got to release, uh, you know, we got them to release uh, the, the car cam footage of him killing a kid that we never would have seen, you know, otherwise. Um, yeah, there were definitely things that immediately came from it. Um, you know, put together a lot of money for people's bail funds, stuff like that. So, Oh, yeah, 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 I do feel like I'm also somebody who, you know, we spent a lot of time, like a half hour on South Congress kind of eulogizing John Lewis, 
And I realized, like, with all the things that John Lewis did, with all the things that he went through, you know, the world wasn't perfect when he passed. Um, but it was definitely worse off before he got here. So even if it's a small push, like, you know, I, I'd rather be a part of that small push. Um, and it's just kind of how, you know, how I carry this stuff. Okay. And, and that's I, all I, think, I, uh, I, I view trying to see. Yeah. I think that's a, a solid note to uh, to end off on. I uh, appreciate you, Darrell, as always. All right, no problem, y'all guys, man. Y'all have a blessed night, man. Y'all stay safe in Corona Street. Same to you, man. So, yeah, so that, uh, that ends another another evening of uh, East Coast cast. Because as we start the show, we yeah. got Cross uh, relinquishing the title. Oh, on NXT, wow. Mm-hmm. So another ladder match, another tournament and ladder match. <laughs> you know what they just did for the North American title. So, uh, yeah. Just Finn Balor esque. Yeah, uh, not just in the Scarlet out there talking. Uh, relinquished it, put it down the middle of the ring. Yeah, I mean, it's hard to be. I mean, as a, as a human being, you got all that stuff, but. You know, wrestling characters. Yeah. Like this guy's been fucking causing mayhem and destruction for months. Now his arm hurts. I'm supposed to be feel sorry for him. What was the issue? It was a dislocation, right? Yeah. That shouldn't be a lot. It's be a bad dislocation uh, if you give up your title. Uh, so that means they didn't feel comfortable that he'd be back. Within six weeks. Yeah, within or, a month. Yeah. Yeah. Or however long there for the next show, yeah. All right. So, again, that does it for us. Uh, we'll get a show next week, same time. Uh, Rich and I will be by for you VIP folks to click over and listen to us talk about all kinds of stuff. Uh, until next time, that's Cam. I'm Trev. We out.